Hello friends, it's Jim Nance and it's my great pleasure to welcome you to Beyond the Clubhouse, a podcast hosted by my friend Garrett Johnston. He is a testament to one of the great things about this sport, the friendships that come from playing or even just talking about the game. And you're going to meet some of the characters that Garrett has gotten to know from this past decade plus that he's been covering the sport. You're going to hear from players, caddies, members of the media. You're going to get the storytelling, the golf news, the players' swing tips, and a whole lot of laughs. It's coming your way with this edition of Beyond the Clubhouse. Here's Garrett. All right, so much has changed in golf since the last podcast. This is pretty crazy, all the things that have been happening. This is Saturday, about five days after the announcement on Tuesday of PGA Tour and Live Golf, kind of merging a partnership there with the DP World Tour. Pretty wild to kind of wrap the mind around it. The thing that frustrates me a little bit is how, based on what Jimmy Dunn, who was one of the architects of this uh, and on the PGA Tour board, one of the things he was saying is that Jay Monahan is going to be able to decide at the end of this year if Liv is going to continue. And it's like, really? So they're going to give them that much power to Jay Monahan. Obviously, he hates Liv, or he did hate Liv before this partnership. So there's just so many different views of interest. Like, what, where where does everybody land on this? Like, what, what does Jay Monahan really think? That's the question. A lot of players were wondering in that players-only meeting with him at 4 o'clock on the Tuesday of the announcement. So, interesting to hear that. I, do, I did know that I talked to one of the players that was there, and he said that people were fired up. Like, they wanted to get answers. They wanted to figure out what's going to happen next. So, there's just so much, obviously, to be, to be decided here. Now, for this podcast, I did talk to Abe Answer, who is clearly on the Live Golf side of things. He's actually on the Fireballs team with Sergio Garcia, so we do talk about Live Golf and what that's been like. This is from a couple weeks ago, so this is before the big decision, the big merger, uh, but we did talk about what is his life and his reality like, how is he enjoying things on Live, and just to kind of get to know you with Abe Answer. So, little thoughts on the U.S. Open as we have that coming up here in a few days, so we're going to get some thoughts from that, and uh, Abe Answer here on Beyond the Clubhouse. Right, here with Abe Answer. Abe, um, it's, been, it's a while. been it's been a while, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I guess uh, Deep Sea Potomac was the last time I saw yeah. you out here in the DC area. Nice to have you back. Uh, you're here for an event here in DC at Trump National. What was it like a couple weeks ago being in Oklahoma, a place that you know really well? Dude, that was really cool. Um, I think Tulsa loves golf, and it, they definitely showed up. It was a good time. Um, they were just having parties on all of the backyards, so that all the golf course surrounded by by houses that had just incredible backyards and they they took that weekend to throw their biggest parties I think of all year some of them had like live bands and it was it was really cool and having all the support from uh, from all the Sooners out there was really neat yeah and it must be nice to see some familiar faces kind of as you're out there for the whole year right yeah no it was it was a great time I played in the Pro-Am with, uh, with Aaron which is my, my my business partner in some things and uh, the president of OU was uh, was out there with us. We had the, we had a ball. We played with uh, Turbo Taylor. We played wide receiver for the Bears for a while, and uh, we just had a great time. And then the tournament itself, I think it was um, it was really cool. We're talking about playing with different folks there in different capacities, but when you play with a team, as you're on right now with Sergio's team, um, it's just got to be pretty cool. I would imagine the camaraderie you guys have at this point. It's awesome, and it's it's super competitive. I think we even within the the team we want to. We gonna get. We want to get better because we we don't want to be that guy that doesn't contribute right to the team, and even on the practice rounds, which you you saw a little bit <laughs> on, on Tuesday, we have our inner 
inner matches and it gets pretty it gets pretty heated which is which is great to see that everybody has a lot of fire and wants to wants to play some good golf a little um, game of wolf i hear and how did the, how did that go for everybody <laughs> <laughs> you know what that was it didn't go very well for sergio he was not happy but even though he played really well but with wolf you can be a guy that can shoot 67 still lose some money but um it's a great practice we had a great time and that's what it's all about yeah. Well, it's interesting when I look at how you've played a couple top 20s on live so far this year. You won uh, the Saudi International earlier on. Like, how do you feel about state of your game at the moment? Like, how are you? How are you playing? You know what? It's it's been a it's been a strange year for me. I think from that win, I played some some of the most solid golf I played in a, in a long time. Really good. But then I get some other events, and I'm like, what was that? Like, I feel <laughs> like my game's there, and I just haven't been able to score. Which has been frustrating, um, but I obviously don't want to don't want to lose my composure and feel like everything is, is in a bad spot because I feel like I'm really close to uh, to playing some really good golf like I did earlier this year. So um, I'm working hard. I think I'm working harder than ever, and I know the that's gonna that's gonna show off here and hopefully in the near future, hopefully this week. Yeah, an individual game, you can only control what you can control. And I'm curious, too, like when you guys get to the majors, as you've played a couple already this year, you're going to play some more. Um, what is the vibe like there for live golfers and PGA Tour golfers, like seeing familiar faces? Is there any kind of negativity? Is there mostly positive? What's your observation? You know, I haven't noticed in the first two. I haven't noticed, at least towards me, everybody's been the same. I mean, it's just golf. I mean, this hasn't really affected anything of my experience on the majors um to be honest the people have been really nice to me the players have never really said anything uh if anything we've had some really really good jokes in between good friends uh but other than that it's been it's been the same it's been a great experience and i don't think that any of that is going to change yeah and obviously brooks kept winning the pga championship what, what, what did that mean for you how, how fired up did, did you get for that man that was that was really cool uh i'm not surprised i mean I, i've played with brooks I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't say quite a bit, but I played some some tournament rounds recently with him, and you can tell that he is playing some really good golf, really solid. Um, some of the comments, you know, on social media of like how a lot of washed-up players are playing and live. I mean, you can just you can just tell there's a lot of players that are playing some unbelievable golf, um, and that definitely showed. I mean, there's probably three or four guys in the top ten last week and I mean the Masters was the same um, the level of play is incredible and it's it's been a lot of fun it's something different um, and it was really cool to see him pull it off obviously we all want to be up there but um, it was neat to see how he just dominates in majors it's crazy um, he does I don't know what he does or what switch <laughs> he turns on but it's 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 something pretty cool to uh, to see yeah, and we'll seeing him play so well. Obviously, does it help live in terms of just what the future of where you're, where the game is right now? Well, I, I think it doesn't hurt. Um, I don't know what the future. I know live is a solid. Really, I uh, haven't seen anything but improvement um, within the within the league. I don't know what's going to happen with the other tours and majors and world ranking points. I have no idea. Um, hopefully it all gets resolved um, it's not I don't I don't view this as a competition who's better who's worse or it's just golf um, it's just something new um, people have another another league another tour whatever you want to call it to watch it's just more options more options for for guys that like golf to enjoy golf in a different way so 
I think it's good. Yeah. Well, I noticed when there are negative comments about about live golf, uh, I know that Taylor Gooch says he has a rule of 67. Just go out and shoot 67s, and it'll all take care of itself, right? Like, over time, people can't deny good golf, like, if you guys are playing good golf on live. Like, for you, what's the best way to kind of deter the negative uh, narrative that you hear about golf? I mean, yeah, obviously you want to play good golf everywhere you go. It's like I, I'm really happy where I'm at. Um, I think golf is part of my life. It's not my life, so I don't, I don't like to be defined of how I play as a person. I think uh, I do a lot of other things outside of golf that define me as a person. So I come here. This is my job. I enjoy. I love what I do, and I put my blood, sweat, and tears into this. But that doesn't define me as a person. So I'm, I'm happy where I'm at. I, I enjoy what I'm doing a lot, and I just come here and do my best, and then I go home. And then do whatever I need to do business-wise, and I keep going with my life. I'm not stuck in watching or, or reading what other people say that they have no clue. Like the social media and all that stuff. It's easy to get swallowed up in that, but yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah, found I mean, a way to overcome that, or yeah, it's. I mean, obviously a lot of a lot of friends or whatever they can send you articles or some really positive, some really negative, and I was just like I, most of them that I read, they're they're so like not so far away from the truth sometimes that you're like what is going on i'm like man i give up on reading this stuff so yeah i just tune, try to tune all that out and just focus on on what i need to do yeah and reflecting back it's been a year roughly since you've committed to, to be on live golf how uh, how rewarding has it been how do you look back on on kind of the decision um any aspects of pga tour life that you do miss like any maybe some courses or, or how do you look back on things you know what i'm like i said i'm really happy um, body wise I felt like I was getting pretty beat up uh, physically so playing 14 events plus the majors and maybe one or two other events it's it's awesome having an actual off season was incredible I've never had that so I love that I love that I can still do what I'd love to do um, being super competitive but then also have time to get ready to if you want to make some changes physically and want to get after it on the gym and actually have time to do that I truly love that um, having some time to to see the family at the end of the year for not only like for a weekend but actually spend some real time I, I love that and having some time to work on my outside projects of golf which I'm really passionate about it's really cool so I'm not really complaining on any any level yeah and how's the body feeling now at, the, at this point man it's good I can't like I said I can't complain um, being able to see my my trainer at home little bit more um, plan a little bit to knowing exactly that I'm playing these 14 events and I know I'm playing them so it's it's easier to plan ahead and and really know when you can work on cer certain things in the gym and when you can't so um, I mean like I said I I'm very happy with uh, with everything how it's going and looking ahead in the schedule uh, next month the US Open uh, what do you know about LA Country Club not much. I played it while I was in college. I didn't remember when I was at OU, we went and played it, and it was such a fun time. Um, I know they redid a bunch of it, so maybe I'll show up there and I'll be like, wow, this is nothing <laughs> like what I remember. But I know it's going to be awesome, so it's going to be a great time. Um, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Uh, U.S. Opens, typically, do you like the kind of challenge that they bring, tough, rough, uh, higher scores? Yeah. I mean, I haven't really had the greatest... Uh, track record at the US Open um, but I feel like you just gotta grind it out you gotta be in the fairway grind it out yeah I wish I hit it another 30 yards farther for that kind of 
length of golf courses that we usually play in U.S. Opens, but it's what I got, so I got to go out there and just get up and down from everywhere and see where we end up. Well, that's Abe answer. A lot of fun events looking forward to here on, on the season. All right, big thanks to Abe Manser for coming on the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed that chat, and we'll see what happens here in the U.S. Open. A lot to look forward to. He's, as he said, not the best U.S. Open player uh, from the past. Uh, But anyway, hope you guys have a great U.S. Open week, one of the fun weeks of the year, and obviously all the big names will be together once again. Uh, It's only been, what, three and a half weeks since the PGA Championship. So should be fun. Hope you guys enjoy it, and we'll talk to you soon on Beyond the Clubhouse.